Hey y'all, it's Big KK and this is the official first episode of the podcast. Y'all, I'm just, I'm super excited. I'm super lit. I'm just so over the top because this is really like the first official episode. Like we really finna get into the tea. We really finna just get into it, you know? Today's podcast, we are going to be talking about, you know, dating and not just dating, dating in this generation. I think, well, I know for sure I'm the Gen Z generation i think that goes from like hmm i actually don't know okay so i am in the gen z generations gen z ages from six years old to 24 years old so y'all i'm not really advanced when it comes to dating as my mom would say i really don't have a lot of fruit on my tree in this specific category but this was a topic that was suggested so here we are now what i can say for the most part is when it comes to relationships and when it comes to dating you have to make sure you're all together as a person it kind of bothers me when people go and look to be in a relationship or they look to date somebody and they have all this baggage which I completely understand you know there are certain deal breakers for certain people when it comes to baggage but when I speak on baggage I'm meaning like you know you have toxic ways that you need to break you know you're not good with communication you know you don't genuinely love yourself like if you know all these things why would you go jump and get in a relationship or date somebody when you already know you need to work on yourself. My thing is, you have that baggage and you're bringing that baggage on to someone else. Why? And people wonder why their relationships don't work out. I don't know why this generation has made being toxic so smiled upon. Like, it's just everybody want to be toxic. I just feel like before you can go and try to be with somebody else, You need to work on yourself first. You need to fix what's wrong with you on the inside and the outside. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people aren't ready to sit down and genuinely talk about that. But I mean, it is what it is. Because when you go and you bring somebody else into that partnership, it's kind of like, now y'all fussing. Now y'all arguing over stuff that could have been easily avoided. You want to do X, Y, Z, one, two, three, but you don't want to communicate that with your partner. Then your partner is curious. They asking questions. They're getting angry. They're getting upset. But it's just like you went and got yourself in a relationship and you knew you didn't know how to communicate. You knew you didn't know how to communicate. Or you wouldn't go out on a vacation, go out on a trip and not let your spouse or your partner know, would you? You know what I'm saying? So it kind of correlates the same. You have to have communication skills. You have to know how to communicate with people and not just communicating healthy communication. Because I know a lot of the times people feel like they can communicate via text messaging or via email. I mean, let me not, because I might sound a little judgmental. If that works for you and your partner, completely fine. Go for it, do it. But for the average people... I know via text messaging is not always the best way to communicate. It's not always the healthiest way to communicate because you can say something to your partner or your spouse and you might mean it one way, but they might take it a whole nother way. And that's just a whole nother can of beans for an argument that you just got into for nothing. When you're texting somebody and I mean, if it's just surface level conversation and you're just having like a regular conversation, that's one thing. But when it comes to something important, it's better to call that person up on the phone, 
whether that's FaceTime, a regular phone call, or meet up with that person in person. Because my thing is, when you're sending text messages, you can't really tell the tone. You could be meaning something one way and somebody else could take some a whole totally different way. You ever, it's just like same thing with a friendship. You ever been texting somebody and y'all talking about a specific thing and you ask them a question or you tell them how you feel about something and you mean it one way, but they take it a whole nother different direction. It's the same thing with the relationship. Now, the next thing is loving yourself. Honestly, I just feel like you cannot go and think you're about to genuinely love somebody if you don't love yourself, you don't even take the time out to love on yourself. You don't take the time out to say, hey, let me take myself on a date. Why would you take the time out to take your spouse on a date? Come on now, y'all. I'm really trying to make it make sense. I really am because people will go and get in relationships and wonder why it does not work out or wonder why their bad times outweigh the good times. They wonder why all they do is fight and argue for breakfast, lunch and dinner. They wonder why, oh, I don't feel appreciated in this relationship. You probably don't feel appreciated because your partner don't appreciate themselves. My whole thing about it is, y'all, self-love is so, so, oh, so important. It is so important. And I think people don't understand how important self-love can genuinely be. I just feel like self-love is really a fix for a lot of problems, if you ask me. You'll end up burning yourself out, honestly. And that's how it is in a relationship also. I just feel like, honestly, when you appreciate yourself, it's easy for you to appreciate somebody else also. It's kind of like when you get in your car and you on E, you ain't got no gas. You can't drive your car. And if you can drive it, you can't drive it for very long. And that's the same thing with a relationship. You're eventually going to get burnt out. You're eventually going to get tired. And let me let y'all in on a little secret. Pay attention to how a person treats you while y'all are dating pay attention because i guarantee you i guarantee you 95 percent of the time the way a person treats you while y'all are dating that's how the relationship is going to be when y'all become committed i kid you not nine times out of ten that is guaranteed how it always goes i'm gonna use my mom and stepdad as an example whenever he would take my mom out on a date, he would always open her door he would always he wouldn't let her he wouldn't let her touch a door he just did very small things that meant a lot. And it's just like now that they're coming up on their three-year anniversary, it's like he still does those same things. Nothing has changed. Also, I just want to say that a relationship is something that has to have effort. I don't want y'all thinking that you can get in a relationship and it's literally just going to be sunshine and rainbows every day. That's not what it is. A relationship is honestly two individuals having their own lives, their separate things going on, choosing to commit to one another. You know how like when you're friends with a person and there's literally no pressure of being friends, like y'all are just friends. So if y'all want to go to the movies one day, that's what y'all do. If y'all want to go to dinner or lunch one day or go skydiving one day, that's what y'all do because y'all are friends. So friends just want to have fun. That's all. What friendship do y'all have that y'all don't just want to have fun? Of course, you want to support that person along their journey and their goals. But when you're in a relationship, you still want to keep that fun. But I think people get to it's a lot of people out here dating detectives instead of dating their friends. Come on now. I'm just trying to tell y'all the real. I say it all the time. If I can't be married to my best friend or if I can't be in a relationship with my best friend, 
I don't want a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship with a detective. I don't want to feel like I'm in a cage. Somebody you can just have fun with. Y'all can go on a picnic. Y'all can go to the movies. Keep it at a friendship. Look, look at me talking like, look at me talking like I got a, look at me talking like I got a successful 20 year plus marriage. I am so dead. But no, seriously, y'all make sure you have a friendship outside of anything else. Because when you're in a relationship with a person and things go left, be friends till we get back right. For what? Why? Why? Why are you dating somebody that you feel like you have to be a detective with? I just honestly, I really need the answer. When you start dating somebody, and let me go ahead and tell y'all what my definition of dating is. Going out with somebody, whether y'all are at the movies, whether y'all decide to go to, if I was to get in a relationship with this person, do I think it will last? That's literally all you're doing with dating. So I don't understand why people make such a big issue with dating. My thing is, if you want to go on a date with Jim, Johnny, Billy, and Bob in one week, do that. You have every right to do that, especially our generation. I get tired of our generation always wanting to be tied down. What do you want to be tied down so bad for? Why? I'm not understanding. You got literally all your life to be married. When you're dating somebody, you're genuinely just getting to know that person. That's all that's going on. Now, if you giving your body to that person and you having sex with that person, that's your can of beans to open. That, 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 that's what you got going on. But let me just tell you, dating is literally just getting to know somebody. Don't make anybody make you feel bad for talking to six or seven different people. You have to be happy. You can't worry about what everybody else doing. You can't keep up with the Joneses like my mama always tell me. Quit trying to keep up with the Joneses. Quit trying to look at people as relationship goals. Be your own relationship goal. Stop looking at all these celebrity and YouTube couples as relationship goals. Be your own goals. Be your own goals because my thing is, you might look up to these celebrities as relationship goals or these YouTube couples as relationship goals. You have no utterly idea what's going on in the inside. You have no idea. You have no idea what people are fighting you have no idea what people are going through on the inside. Quit wishing you had people's lifestyles. Quit wishing you had people's relationship. I'm telling you, focus on your own. When it comes to a relationship, you have to genuinely really make an effort when it comes to a relationship. Whether you and your person got to set up date nights. Hey, babe, we're going to at least go on a date at least once a week if we don't do more than that. We just need some us time, you know? I don't care if y'all don't do nothing but go go to Burger King or sit in the McDonald's parking lot. Just do what you think of as a date. Whatever you do that you're genuinely having fun with your partner, go do that. Find at least one day out the week. If you don't find no more time after that, because I understand some people have kids. Some people are taking care of family members. Everybody doesn't have all this free willy-nilly time to spend it with their spouse or their partner 24-7. But if you can find just one day out the week and it ain't got to be nothing but an hour, do that. Go have fun with that person. When you put an effort into something, that's how you see growth. And I'm not talking about just once. When you make a schedule and you are consistent with that schedule, that's when you start seeing growth. That's when you start seeing changes. You can't go to the gym once every other month and expect to see results. It, it don't work like that, love. And it's the same thing for a relationship. You and your spouse might be going through it, but just because you're going through it with somebody does not mean you leave them. Well, let me change that. You have to figure out what your deal breakers are for you in a relationship. 
Like I know for me, a deal breaker is a closed-minded person. I cannot deal or be with a closed-minded person. I can't be with no, it's my way or the highway type of person. That's just not for me. So whatever your deal breakers are, that's all for you. But let me let y'all in on something. With a relationship, you're going to have good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. You can't get up and run every time something get ugly. You cannot get up and run because you will never have anything successful if you get up and run every time something get ugly. So this is what I advise. If you are in a relationship, take time out at least one day out the week to have fun with your spouse. Just make it about y'all. Have a little y'all time and be consistent with it. Be consistent with it. If y'all know the best day out the week to get together is on Sundays, do it on Sundays then. Make a commitment. Hey, babe, every Sunday around 10 a.m., we're going to go get brunch together. You know what I'm saying? Be consistent with it. That is the quickest and most efficient way to start seeing change within your relationship. If it looks like everything is just going downhill and it's just like bad after bad after bad, but you know, you genuinely love that person. You genuinely want to be with that person, but you just don't know what's going on right now. Try to fix it. Whether y'all go to therapy, this is the last thing I'm going to speak on before we get into the Q&A session. Make sure you cherish the good times. I think that is one of the most important things you can do in a relationship. Be grateful and cherish the good times. Because I know, especially within this generation, we can be so quick to, excuse my French, but we can be so quick to get in somebody's ass. Oh, y'all, hold on. It's a doggone mosquito. I knew. Oh, hold on, y'all. I'm freaking dead. Y'all, quick side note. So I'm in the car and I'm recording my podcast. And um, because I just like to be in the car. It's like my own little peace box. That's what it is. And I just love to be in the car when I'm recording my podcast because I can be as loud as I want to be. And I don't have to worry about interrupting nobody and what nobody got going on. So I just love to record in the car. And I had the windows down for a second because it got a little hot and uh, a mosquito flew in. I knew a mosquito flew in because I felt some bit me on my leg, but I just caught it. But anywho, so back to what I was saying, make sure you cherish the good times because I know in this, I know this generation, especially, and even probably for the millennial generation, the people that's in their thirties to, I don't know how, I think it just go to like the 40 year mark, 40 years old. I think it's something like that, but I just want to say, make sure you're cherishing the good times because I know, and I just really, honestly, I take that back. I don't want to just make it about Gen Z generation in relationships because I know this is common amongst the average person. People be so quick to drag a person when they do something wrong. They be so quick. Oh, you did it. You did it. They be so quick to drag a person when they do something wrong. You you give them all that negative energy when they do something wrong. They might have not put your clothes in the dryer. They may not put your clothes in the washer. They may have not done something you asked them to do in a timely manner. They might have forgot to tell you something that upset you. I, I just got one question. Why y'all don't get them the same praise when they do something good? All that energy that you putting into them when they do something that you don't like, or they, or they make a mistake, or they mess up, pour that same energy, matter of fact, pour that energy back into them times 10 when they do something good. It's just like, I try to give y'all any, I try to give y'all real life examples so y'all can understand where I'm really coming from. It's just like, okay, you go get your hair done, right? The stylist give you some messed up hairstyle that you don't like. You got to go tell the whole world about it. 
You got to go tell your mama. You got to call your auntie. You got to call your best friend. You got to get on, get on Yelp and make a review. But when they do something good, you might post about it and tag them and say you like it. But why y'all don't get them the same energy versus when they mess up? I just really need to know that. And this ain't even really just honestly got to be about relationships. This is about anything in life. But since we on the topic of relationships, I want to speak about it. Give people the same energy you give them when they make a mistake versus when they do something good. Your boyfriend got you flowers today. Give him that same energy. He didn't have to do that. That's what I call making an effort. They went out their way to say, oh, I don't know too many other ways that I can put it. When you're trying to get to that next level of life, whether that's in a relationship, being successful, whatever it is, gratitude is the attitude. Your girlfriend know you didn't have a long day. She decides to tell you to come over or y'all might even live together. Who knows? But she just know you didn't have a long day. She run you a hot steaming shower. She cook you something to eat. Show her that you're thankful for that. Show her gratitude because she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to. A lot of people mistake things that people do for people as your girlfriend or your boyfriend. They're not obligated to cook for you. They don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. So get them that energy. Show them gratitude when they do something for you like that. Or they rub your back because they know you done had a long day. Or they know your back hurting. So they say, let me massage you. Show them gratitude. Be grateful. I think a lot of people focus so much on the negatives in a relationship and what a person ain't doing right that they forget what a person is doing right. What you don't have, you'll never be content in life. You'll always be looking for more. You'll always want more and more and more. And the more you want, the more you have to fill that void. So I just want to let y'all know, show gratitude. That's the last thing I want to talk about is showing gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude. Now let's go ahead and get into this Q&A session. So the first question is, how long should the talking stage be? Now, I know people say the talking stage is different for everybody, but I say the talking stage should be three months. I honestly, I'm not going to say I don't understand how people talk or date for years and decide not to make it anything more than that when you're talking to a person that person is not well okay to me when you're talking to a person that person is not your girlfriend and that person is not your boyfriend but y'all do have an understanding that might be complicated to some when you're talking to somebody y'all don't have an official title that's why i say it's not the boyfriend and girlfriend thing but hey y'all do have an understanding of what y'all have I feel like three months is long enough to genuinely get to know somebody. And the most important thing, I feel like it's enough time to see if somebody is consistent. Within three months of talking to a person, you can really see a lot about that person. And you can also see where you want to categorize that person. Three months for me is enough time to know, hey, do I want to make this person my boyfriend or do I want to just keep this person as a friend or do I want to cut this person off altogether? Three months is enough time. And I just it absolutely blows me, kills me, grinds my gears when people say, well, you can't get to know somebody in three months. Da -da 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 -da. Huh? What? To me, you can. I'm going to be honest because, hey, 
people be in relationships for years and people do things that people be like, uh, I, I just never would have thought this person would have did that. I just never would have thought this would have happened to me. I just never would have thought this would happen to my relationship. So to be honest with y'all, there's really never enough time to genuinely get to know somebody. Even in friendships, you'll be friends with somebody for years and they just switch up. You can't get to know somebody in no amount of time because some people can put up a front. People will put this mask over their face and really be a snake in the grass. But I say pay attention to a person. I believe three months is how long a talking stage should be. And you will genuinely get to understand, hey, do I want to make this person a friend? Do I want to make this person my boyfriend or my girlfriend? Or do I just want to not have no dealings with this person at all? Okay, the next question says, when do you know to cut off other people and focus on one person? For me, it's effort. I believe it's effort. When you see a person, well, first of all, the feeling has to be mutual. If you know how you feel about a person and they feel the same way about you, but you actually see them showing effort, I feel like that's when you say, hey, okay, I'm cutting everybody else off. I'm focusing on this one person because that's a, that's a big one, especially for me. When I see a person is actually trying, it's like, okay, we might be able to get somewhere. So I feel like just showing effort. I feel like when a person can show you effort, when a person shows you, because a person can say they want you all day long. A person can say they want to do this with you. A person can say they want to have this type of lifestyle with you. But until they put that action behind it, those words are just merely words for me. It means nothing at all. So, you know, when you tell a person certain things and you see them start to take action behind that and start to really pay attention to you, I feel like that's when you know that that's the one well i won't even say you know that that's the one i feel like that's when you know hey this is the person that i'm just gonna focus on so i feel like yeah definitely effort and definitely actions um the last question is what is the main thing that will make you decide to take a person seriously okay this is kind of just piggybacking off the last question that i just answered um basically there's really no other way to say it but effort you know seeing that a person is serious about you means everything when a person goes out of their way to make sure you are happy to make sure you are having the time of your life that is everything and Honestly, I think for me, that that's definitely something that will make me take a person serious. If I see a person is genuinely trying to be with me, they're trying to show effort. It's just like, okay, come on, let's go. Whatever Doris said, because I know that's right, period. Um, But yeah, you know, like <laughs> when a person is genuinely showing you that they're into you, I feel like that's when you can really take a person serious. You know what I'm saying? Like you might go on a date with a person. Y'all could be at Chipotle. And you might just mention to that person that you that your favorite color is orange. And a few days later, they show up on your doorstep with orange flowers. I know that sounds corny, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like that is the main reason to take a person serious. Of course, if the feeling is mutual. Can't forget that one because you might go on a date with somebody and you might not like that person at all. But they might be showing all the effort in the world don't even take that person serious because you know it's not gonna end how you want it to end and don't even waste that person's time if you know you're not into that person like that i think i pretty much covered everything for today's episode um 
if I did miss something, y'all let me know. Y'all can hit my DMs, email me, text me if you have my number. So just let me know if I missed over anything or a specific question that you had. And I definitely wouldn't mind answering it. But hey, I had fun on today's episode. I hope y'all had fun. I hope y'all enjoyed. I hope y'all learned something. Yeah, your girl is sweating like a pig. I'm finna go get in the shower. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. I hope you have an amazing, wonderful day. And if you're not having an amazing, wonderful day, please don't go mess up nobody else's day. Meditate, pray, stay to yourself, do what you got to do. Don't go mess up nobody else's day. With all that being said, Big KK is out. I will see y'all in the next episode.